Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnock. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to another episode of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot, and I am the owner of Boytnot Coaching and the founder of Teachers in Transition. I specialize in working with burnt out teachers who are ready for a career change, but I'm also a certified stress management coach. And I offer on this podcast alternating weeks information about career transition. And uh, on the other weeks, I talk about stress management and teachers in particular. This week, the topic is stress and back to school. Now, I know some of you are already back to school. You've maybe been back two or three weeks. And maybe you've already seen a certain amount of upheaval, and depending on where you're teaching You may have started out in person and already gone into a lockdown because of exposure to the Delta variant or uh, some some other reason. Some of you are plotting right along and in doing the best you can, and, um, and I hope that that's the case for you. In my area, teachers are just getting back for their teacher work week this week because the kids don't go back until after Labor Day. So uh, I think this is I think this is the first week back um, that they'll be back to a full full day of of teacher work days. And I know from my own experience that those teacher work days are full of meetings, 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 meetings. And I suspect I don't know, but I, I think I could make a pretty fair guess that many of the meetings in the first week of school for those who are just getting back, or for those of you who've been back, your first week of teacher work days, were filled with meetings about how to deal with COVID, what to do, what protocols to follow, what do you need to do? Do you need to be vaccinated or else lose your position, or do you need to be alternately tested periodically if you have a reason for not being vaccinated? Uh, Does everybody have to wear a mask all day or can you take a break from the mask when you're outside? All kinds of questions and rules and protocols will be discussed. 
And then there's what to do in the event of uh, contamination, someone who comes down sick with the variant. Does everybody stay home for the next 10 days and go into quarantine? There'll be protocols for that. And all of this is stressful. It can't help but be. Going back in person is going to feel stressful, mainly because for many people, it's a change. You know, last year, a lot of people managed to teach virtually for most of the year. And so getting back into person, in-person, face-to-face teaching will feel different and it will feel strange and it will feel stressful, not just for teachers, but for students and parents as well. So how do you deal with it? What do you do with all that stress and anxiety? And the answer is you do the best you can. And and I would urge you to relax some of your self-expectations. Let yourself be okay with feeling stressed and anxious. Don't resist it. I, I was just talking to someone this morning who was expressing a sense of loss and a little, a little bit of depression, not serious depression, but, you know, she's going through a health crisis. And so my advice to her was don't resist it. Let it wash over you like a wave in the ocean and then let it go. The more we resist something, the more that something tends to keep coming back up. So it's a good idea just to let it go by Experience it, be aware of it, know that that's how you're feeling, and then let it go. Because one of the side effects of stress unmanaged or mismanaged is irritability. Anger and irritability and being snappish. And let's face it, you can't, as a teacher, you cannot afford to give in to that because your kids are fragile. Remember, they're feeling stressed and anxious too. You're all in this same boat together. And, you, and you're the captain of the ship, if you will. So you, you need to try to steer the kids in the right direction by allowing them to let the stress wave uh, wash over them and let it go. And perhaps as a collective, as a class, you need to make some time in the day for some mindful mindfulness techniques or some stress-related management techniques, something where you can acknowledge that everybody is feeling stressed and anxious during these uncertain days. We also need to recognize that some of our students have felt traumatized I don't think that's too strong a word. They have felt traumatized. And depending on their age and their ability to develop through this period, some will feel more traumatized than others. Some will be resilient and they'll bounce back. They'll be back to you know whatever normal is for them sooner than later. But others may struggle. And as their teacher, you need to be on the lookout for that in spite of whatever you may be going through yourself. What I don't want you to do is to fall victim to this 
rah rah, you're so you're so wonderful, and it's it's sort of like they make you feel like you can't afford to, or you can't allow yourself to feel like the human that you are. Teachers are not superhuman. They do superhuman things sometimes. But we're human. And some of the expectations that our parents have for us and our school divisions have for us, even our students have for us, they're unrealistic and they're unsustainable. Now, you have the choice of going along with it and trying to fulfill their every need and pretend that you are all things to all people, or you can be honest and say there's a limit. I'm sorry, but there is a limit to what I can do. And it's also up to you. And this is probably not going to be good news for some of you, but it's up to you to establish boundaries around yourself so that you can keep yourself healthy and well and boundaries for your family so that you create space and time to spend with your own children who are similarly traumatized and stressed and anxious to your students. So you've got a lot on your plate. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I know that if you're in there, if you're teaching right now, whether you've been teaching for weeks or you're just getting ready to go back, you've got a lot on your plate and it feels overwhelming on occasion, I'm sure. So I want you to the extent that you can to let that wash over you like a wave in the ocean. Just for a moment, visualize being in the middle of, you know, uh, of a wave there on the beach, not so deep that you'll get swept away. We don't want any of that. But the wave comes up over you and you just let it go go over you and past you and then it disappears and it goes back out into the ocean. Just let it wash over you. Don't resist it. That only makes it worse. Don't pretend that it's not real, that it's not there, that you're not feeling the feelings that you have. Be true to yourself enough that you recognize your own feelings and figure out or get help with figuring out appropriate mechanisms for managing. But keep yourself healthy by practicing good nutrition habits, new, uh, keeping yourself hydrated, getting the sleep that you need, and creating that, you know, it, it feels sometimes mythical, work-life balance. But you can do it if you set boundaries. One of the things that you can choose to do is not bring home so much work after the school day. You can select which activities you absolutely have to deal with in the evening or which things you can get done at school the next day. Cut back on the amount of homework if you have to that you give. The kids will, you know, they'll they deserve a break too. Just just remember that everybody's very fragile right now, including yourself. 
and cut yourself some slack. Cut your students some slack. Cut your parents some slack. Remember, you're all in this together. You're all muddling along, making the best of a horrible situation. But there's nothing we can do except make the best of it. And that's what I'm urging you to do. Figure out ways for you that you can make the best of it. Because stress management is required during these times. I have said many times, you may have heard me say it before, stress gone unchecked will make you ill. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the illness will show up and how it will show up. If you are not eating properly and you have a predisposition to it, you may become diabetic. And then you have to deal with the stress of that. You may develop symptoms of hypertension and you have to deal with the fallout of that. Some people deal with stress through their gastrointestinal systems and you may have to deal with that. But if you can manage your stress more proactively and effectively, you can at least delay the illness that may be waiting for you. And you may be able to defer it completely. Keeping things at, at a calm level as much as you can will prolong not only your well-being, but your life expectancy. So be proactive in managing your stress. And as a gift for you today, in case you haven't downloaded it or you downloaded it previously and you lost track of it, I'm going to offer you a free copy of the ebook I wrote a, a few years ago called Stressed, Stretched, and Just Plain Overwhelmed. And in it, you will find seven specific strategies that I recommend to help you to proactively and more effectively manage your stress. Don't think that I don't know about stress. I have had plenty of stress in my own life. And sometimes I've managed it better than others. But I wrote the book because I had experienced a period in my life when I had not managed it very well. And the miracle is that I did not get sick, other than I did develop high blood pressure. And so I have to deal with that. So please take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Don't push yourself too hard as you get back into your school routine. And remember that you're not alone. There are people who are there to help you, want to help you, and will help you. So that's it for this week. Have a wonderful week. Stay well, stay safe, be on guard, and try to get some rest so that you can tackle the stress that you have going on on a daily proactive basis. See you soon. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. 
Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.